Hi, this is Quinn Wynn and Jesse Chu, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season five. We're here to share our paper flower journey, engage with makers and artists, and support other female entrepreneurs. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Paper Talk. Today, we have Marlena Colazzo with us of Blossoms by Marlena. Hello, Marlena. We are so excited to have you on our podcast. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Hi, Queen. Thanks for inviting me. So excited. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) We are so excited to actually talk to you in person. I remember meeting you over Clubhouse. And oh my gosh, I can't believe that was last year. Feels so long ago. And I feel like Clubhouse has like slowly disappeared. So I did pop yes. into it, but it's there's still people, but it's more international now. I noticed that it's not yes. so much of the English speaking community, which mm-hmm. is so interesting how it's evolved and delayed release have brought different waves in, which is so interesting. Well, we met Marlena on Clubhouse when she joined us on our day, well, Thursdays, our weekly Thursday paper talk after hours. And it was so interesting talking to you about your business, about what you do, and you're going to have to tell everybody about what you do. Mm -hmm. And also your why. I thought, I mean, that really stuck with me, your why. Mm -hmm. So Marlena, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I started with this fascination for felt back when my son, my son is in the spectrum, he's autistic. So I was looking for ways to keep him occupied and he was developing this sensory issue about licking his fingers, right? So I needed to have something to make him stay away from working with his hands. And these days I just started browsing around Pinterest back in the days. Let's, I'm talking about 2010, 2012, between those uh, years. Pinterest was evolving. So I was like, oh, Pinterest is so new. And there was all these fun posts about Fell busy books. I think that's how you call them when you yeah, make books yeah. like to keep kids occupied, right? Or, yeah. So I started with that with my son to help him with sensory issues. And then I got pregnant and it was a girl. So I was like, okay, I need flowers or something because I started seeing more posts of people making fell flowers. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to do that. How I should do that, right? So I went to YouTube. I started watching, there's a lady from, I think she's from Japan. I can remember right now her last name, but she's with her last name. And she's so popular on Instagram now because she does these tutorials, no talking, no everything. She just uh, works with her hands, showing you Mm -hmm. how she makes her stuff. Obviously, my flowers were nothing in comparison to hers. (laughs) So I started just making whatever I was thinking was cute. Then I stumbled onto paper flowers. And I was like, oh, those are so cute. I want to learn how to make those. I never learned to be the truth. Mm-hmm. Never learned how to make the paper because I was like ripping the paper apart. Like, no, this is not for me. I need to go back <laughs> to fail. Yeah. And that's basically how I started just to keep occupying my son. It's not, I don't even see like making a business of it. I was just something for his sensory issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then to just rescued my little girl, then someone says, oh, you should sell this on Etsy. You know, whenever the, they mention yeah. Etsy, because that's how I started just making some 
cute flowers for little girls to wear. Never in my wildest dream imagining that I would be making this compared to what I started to now. I was like, mm-hmm. how I was selling that. I'm even embarrassed to see that now. <laughs> but that's how I started, right? Just making those. Even my daughter says, moms, those are ugly. <laughs> you made those for me. Like, well, I started at some point. Like, that's how I started. And I was he's who I am now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was everything because my son. And everyone will hear it when we're editing the video or the audio. Quinn, like, you just move your off. hair. Oh, your audio. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just move your hair completely. Because every time you, you um, move your hands okay. or your head. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Um, I was going to say, honestly, though, I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? If somebody likes it, you've got to market. Yeah right? People are going to buy it. So I think your daughter's not right. <laughs> I don't, no, think, she, I don't that, think she's wrong, but her taste that, is she's like, oh mom, you make those beautiful flowers? Yes, I made those. And she's like, oh yeah, but this one is not so cute though. And she, I just keep some just to remind myself where I start. Yeah. Of course. And she's like, oh, are you sure you're going to sell those? And I know, nope, yeah, I'm not selling those. Those are just for me <laughs> to keep, to, remember, to remind me who I am or where I come from and yeah. how I started all this little adventure. Like, it led me to where we are right now. Yeah. I, I love that. You know what I think she's secretly doing? This is what my husband does. He tells me it doesn't look as good as I used to do it. He wants to challenge me to make better flowers and to evolve. Yeah. So I think that's what your daughter's doing. She's challenging you. Like, mom, you could do better. I know yeah. you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> totally. How old I'm, is your daughter? She's seven. And she's, she's, smart one. she's so outspoken. <laughs> mm. She's so, I don't know how to do it. She's in this stage where... She says what she's thinking, mm-hmm. but then she's like, oh, but I love you. You know how much I love you, right? She will say something that, oh, yeah. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Of course, I don't tell her that, but she's like, oh, mom, but you know, those are pretty, but you know that I love you, right? Maybe <laughs> she always going to pick pink over everything else. So she was like, oh, you should make pink flowers because I don't like that color. I don't like that. Like, they're not for you, kid. There's other people that choose some colors. So I make uh, like customized for people. And it's like, yeah, but I don't get why they don't like pink. They should be pink all the time. So for her, everything <laughs> should be pink. But she's always like this kind of telling me, oh, you can do better. Like, it's cute. But I was expecting something bigger. <laughs> or something more pink it's like okay that's good because she keeps me humble on that side it's very my... opinionated yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's the word too funny oh my gosh what a huge how did I mean I really love your your felt journey I think that's been such a beautiful thing to see on Instagram you guys go check out our Instagram it's absolutely beautiful and you can actually see her daughter in the photos too. Yeah. But her, your evolution of the felt, how it has progressed and evolved is just really wonderful. 
how did you learn to be such an amazing self artist? Pinterest, self. YouTube self, I self talk myself because mm-hmm. and a lot of this has to do with you guys, like the tips you sometimes share. I've been meaning to get some of your classes, banana chicken. That what am I gonna be doing there? Like, do I really can fit in that? Should I get my um, paper, scissors, and other stuff to try to blend? But in reality, I just want to learn your tips to try to work with other fell flowers. Jessie knows I've been showing her some of the flowers I've been trying to recreate from her book. By the way, get the book. It's amazing. You will learn a lot. Uh-huh. And it's not the same. Like, I try so hard, but sometimes it's been like, like I said before, trial and error. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to try with this felt. When I first started, I started with acrylic felt. Now I cringe whenever someone says or mentions me, oh, should you use acrylic felt? Like, no, stay away from that. I don't work with that. For crafts with kids, yes, it's the perfect, is the way to go. But for me, when I'm selling you this flower that you're going to keep, like you guys, your product, try to keep something forever that it doesn't need water with proper care. It's like wall felt, 100% mm-hmm. wall felt you go. But I went from knocking doors, getting doors closed in my face because some people don't like to share. They feel like mm-hmm. you're going to copy them which you just strive to do your thing, which is what I've been doing compared from my shop to the other shops. I try to do my own twist. I try to add my own, let's say, original ideas to whatever I'm selling to you, whatever I'm making for you. Yes, it's felt, but it's not like, oh, just another felt flower shop. Mm -hmm. Starting from that, I just work with blended felt or 100% wall fill, which is the best quality and it's the most expensive. So whenever I use wall fill, you will notice that's on the price of the product. But I learned it myself, knocking doors, talking to other people. Right now, we will call that networking. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that networking, it will be sometimes like, oh, I don't want to talk to you because you're coming here to copy me. You're coming here to do mm. instant own sharing, mm-hmm. which I found when I found you guys on Clubhouse, it was like totally different because you guys were so open and sharing and helping us to grow or how to do or deal with whatever we were dealing. And I was like, there's another world there, not just the shops that they just enclosed in one box mm-hmm. they don't get out of their comfort zone and I think that's what I did I just start talking to other people start going to other sources but at the end it was by myself I talked by myself just getting flowers from uh, my local farmers now when I moved here to Washington I discovered a lot of farmers like local farmers that you just mm-hmm. can go walk and get the flowers and I start just ripping petals apart and tracing them and trying to recreate those with felt. I learned how to work with uh, PDF files to make my own PDFs to use another equipment to help me to be more efficient with my time, mm-hmm. which is not working, by the way. I don't know how <laughs> other people work so perfect with Cricut or another brand. But I prefer 
just do it by hand. Mm-hmm. And talking on that, this became my favorite. Thank you, Queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talking about Thai scissors, you guys. <laughs> she told me about it. I'm not going back. So like, I know, right? <laughs> my favorite. Actually, I think last night I ordered another two pairs. Mm-hmm. I do by hand, like everything by hand. And then I transfer to PDF files and just get my library to see whenever I, na- I need to make certain flowers. I know I have a petal in there that mm-hmm. it can work for that flower, not for everyone, but by myself. Basically, I've been teaching yeah. by myself. I've had <laughs> some classes lately. You know how people make those sugar flowers for cakes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been taking classes on that. You're so amazing. I don't make I'm cakes. Really... I don't yeah. make cakes. I just wanted to know the technique they use yeah. to make yeah. the petal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting in there in the classes because sometimes classes are so random. I took one with a lady that is in Amsterdam. And I was just sitting there on Zoom watching her working. And the other people that were working, trying to make the stuff. And I was just sitting there seeing because I'm absorbing the techniques. Yeah. I'm a visual person. Like I need to see what you're doing instead of just giving me instructions. I'm more like, I need to see what you're doing so I can uh, challenge myself to do it. Mm -hmm. And mostly because to paint, to use edible paint on film. And it's been quite the ride. It's mm-hmm. not been easy, but yeah, I'm, I'm that type of person that take random classes with people just to learn new techniques or something that I can implement to make the fell flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, cool. I love the world of paper flowers and felt flowers because I feel like both Jess and I, we both have sewing backgrounds. We took a lot of sewing techniques and apply it to our paper flowers. Yes. And mm-hmm. watercolor is a really important technique. I think that could be applied to, to felt too. I mean, there's so many. I think that's why I still love paper flowers is because you can take all these amazing techniques from the sugar world, the wafer flowers, from yes. watercolor, from sewing, from wood making. Like there's so many aspects of all this that we can borrow and make it our own, which is so exciting mm-hmm. and fun because you're not like... Like with sewing, you have to do everything by sewing, right? Mm-hmm. There's so there's only so much you can do. With ours, I mean, we're just borrowing so many different things. And I think that's a really fun thing. I think that's what keeps our interest going and why we still, like I've multiple times fell in love with my flowers over and over because I was like, oh, I discovered a new technique to me. Yes. And it's just so much fun. And one thing I want to just kind of go back is when you were talking to other felt artists mm-hmm. and they were not sharing. Yes. How did you, like, how did you break down those barriers? How did you tell them, I'm not really barred, I'm learning. I'm not, I'm going to learn from you and I'm going to evolve it and make it my own. How did you move on from that? Because it's, that's such a, because I feel like a lot of people yes, have that. A lot, of, a yeah. lot of people will yeah, probably identify with this. When we start on, on Instagram, in the kind we surround with the small shops, let's say, as an example, you see there's so, it was a really popular person. Um, she has now, I think she's coming back with Phil, but she kind of took a break. 
And she was giving you these uh, classes to learn how to make felt flowers. But all these felt flowers were just uh, to use with dyes, you know, C6 dyes and other stuff. So you just cut and put together and way to go. So you will see a lot of search of so many shops selling the same exact shape and form of the flower, just Mm -hmm. different colors. So they were starting like this kind of the copycat thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So a lot of people started to, oh, no, because you're coming to copy me. To the ones Mm -hmm. we were starting to use by hand, like freehand. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it's the thing that we both have a kid in the spectrum, but I stumbled to another filmmaker, Maggie Harrison. She owns a lot for sale. And she's amazing on what she does. She does amazing. Right now, she's focusing more on felting, but she will tell me, oh, you should start with uh, blended felt. Okay, I started looking on XE blended, blended. I posted on Instagram blended felt and another popular shop appears in their Bensi design. So I started order from them and from them, they started to see there were more people in there. So whenever you're trying to make conversations with them, oh no, you're coming to copy me. So yes or no, I end blog for so many shops because they thought mm-hmm. that I was there to copy their style or something, which mm-hmm. I'm not. But back in the days, they will assume you were for doing mm-hmm. that instead of sharing. But then along then, I met so many other showmakers that they were like, oh, yeah, we can share tips and helps and stuff. And does a little networking I'll still have to the probably to to this day yeah because i'm still talk to them on a daily basis and they share tips okay you can find fell on this place you can find scissors in this place you can find the best glue gun the best this or we just share oh we found a local shop if you go to a x craft store you can use your 40 percent off on fell they have blended mm-hmm. You can go there and get your both. So um, we're just sharing and that, and we just starting creating a network after people see that we as shops talk each other, we bump or pause. Oh, I love this. I like the technique mm-hmm. you're using this. I like this and that. They start to see that you actually have a networking zone and other shops start making to, or coming to you and asking mm-hmm. you, what do you think about this? Would you like to share this? And I, was like, I don't mind sharing some of my, providers whatever i get on this and that because mm-hmm. i know i have my own style even if i give you you can find exactly this filling here you can buy mm-hmm. it you cannot recreate whatever i do like it's not ever mm-hmm. like i'm not aware i'm not afraid of you copying me because even if you go with the color or stuff like that it's not gonna be the same as me always people mm-hmm. will know which one is your quality which is what i strive for do mm-hmm. people recognize my work? And as soon as you said, oh, that's Marlena's work. Oh, mm-hmm. this is, yes. this person makes this flower. That's queen flower. That's mm-hmm. Jesse's flower. That's this person flower. It's like what I strive for, like to get to, to get people to know your style, that they can identify you from among the others and that you still can be friends with other makers. But, Unfortunately, there's always someone that will feel intimidated by your work. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you do. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how good they are. They will always feel intimidated for whatever you're doing. So it's hard. 
it's really hard to have a network in at least in my area with Fellflower. Mm-hmm. For one close the for one door they close in your face, another two open. So it's mm-hmm. always like you just need to see which is your people. <laughs> but it's <laughs> hard. Open. It's it is hard. Well said. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, yeah, what Jesse said. Well said. I would say I love your your the door opening because that's so true. I mean, I don't I think one advice we can all give you as you stay and do paper flowers and build a community is be open to people comment whether it's negative or positive yes but know there are more positive people out there one thing that jesse and i always strive in our community is an open door policy it's like if you ask a question we will try our hardest to give you the answer or point you to the right person because when you do not grow your community with education with feedback with open arms you're not going to grow your community. You're not going to grow and be better because the more people, I mean, one thing why both Jesse and I teach is we want to share this love of paper flowers because we're so excited about it. And we, I mean, selfishly, I want more people so we can get more supplies and the supplies cost to go down because it can be so expensive if you buy a lot or do a lot. And it's just like, I just need more people to love paper flowers to so we can get more people i i, I think it's, it's, it's a win-win for everybody to be honest it is <laughs> it is right now i have to order some felt right so i always trying to look in where i can buy wholesale right now it's in australia so i need to f- lower that price from 120 dollars per yard to lower at least to 29 or something, but I need more people to join and <laughs> order. So yeah. they will love this wall felt thing and not the blended or the acrylic. Because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one is super cheap. You can buy it for $5, $5.90 something. But the actually luxurious one, the one that makes all these flowers pop and everything is so expensive. Yeah. And I was like, I can always share. You can always buy from this person, from this person, from this person, but it's not cheap. And that's what a lot of people doesn't understand. They think that you're giving them the expensive price. Mm-hmm. So they will like walk away. They will not bother you. They will not ask you. They will know everything, but it's not true. Like I'm sharing what I'm buying. That's why my prices mm-hmm. reflect on that. And there's people that will be leaving in me comments like, oh, your prices are ridiculous. Uh, your prices are like, so expensive it's so ugly it's so this and people's like why you don't react to those and i'm like no thank you i just go and say thank you for your feedback mm-hmm. i cannot be fighting with you like i know what's my worth or what my worth is and i know there's people out there that will gladly pay for that so why i would get upset for someone that just mm-hmm. come and spit some hate on my page like Thank you for your feedback, man. Have a great day or something like that. It's like, I try to engage to them for the, like I said, whenever someone comes like with really mean or hateful comments, there's always three or four that will love your war. They will love what you do. They will love what you share to them. So like I said, there's always someone close the door in your face or (laughs) another two open. Yes. It sounds like you have to do some a lot of education, uh, educating both yeah. your clients, your customers, and also yes. other people in your industry. 
right? Oh, and, and this is funny, but at the same time, it's kind of takes me back to those days when you were in high school. I'm 38 years old. So that's what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm so old because I'm this age in high school was so 2000s, right? People or shops that we get stock accounts, like different accounts to come and comment awful things on your post mm-hmm. just because they feel this menace mm-hmm. around there. They feel intimidated for whatever you're doing or for the little success you're getting. So I think they think you will react lashing at them. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, have a great day. Thank you for your feedback. And I yeah. think that's what it makes them more mad. So <laughs> <laughs> you kill them with kindness. Yeah. And they're yes. like, oh. <laughs> and whenever I totally believe that. The funny, the funny thing that is whenever someone leaves you a comment like that. The Awesome Boston Workshops are wrapping up and we're celebrating with the in-person party. We're hosting a workshop from May 13th to 15th at Hope Flower Farm and Winery in Virginia. We'll teach you how to make two new flowers and how to arrange your paper bloom. Plus, internationally acclaimed fresh florist educator and designer Holly Chapel will teach you her Hollyish style of arranging using freshly cut flowers from her farm and you will arrange alongside her. Tickets are only limited to 20 students and they're available to purchase starting March 25th. But if you're one of our Awesome Boston students and you have the golden ticket you can grab a spot right now and save five hundred dollars come and celebrate with us face to face head over to our website now and reserve your spot we can't wait to meet you i get a random cell from someone that saw people leaving me comments meaning so they will go and order whatever they were commenting bad about it and I'm like, okay, awesome. this is working. So I just keep. Oh, thank you. Any publicity? Yeah, get publicity, right? Anything in the bad ones. It's awful. It, Instagram has been amazing for my business, but at the same time, brings the worst of people. Oh, for sure. And not all the people, because there's amazing. Like I meet you, lady. I meet so many others that I keep in touch, not daily basis, but I try to be there here and there and in commenting liking bumping their stuff sharing their stuff but there's other people too that i don't know what's going on in their life mm-hmm. but i hope it goes better by now but it's more the good than the bad and mm-hmm. that's what i'm grateful because i'm learning a lot of stuff and i'm discovering a lot of stuff and other shops also yeah i mean but it sounds like you have very thick skin I wonder where that comes from. What were you doing before you were making felt flowers? Just being a mom of a special needs kid. Before yeah, that, that might... my degree is supposed to be to be an engineer. Not an engineer. I, did that because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if a lot of people can identify with this, that in my background, my growing up, I was born and raised back in Mexico. so. Your parents gives you this this line of you need to study, you need to get a degree, you need to do this and do something to do better in your life, right? But Mm -hmm. these are the careers that will give you that (laughs) stability. Doctor, lawyer, engineer, dentist. Which I put dentists and doctors, but there's a lot of people that say dentists are not doctors, but I'm not getting into that. But they just (laughs) give you this. So you choose. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I want to be a flight attendant. It's like, that's not a career. You need to pick this, this, this. If you want to study, you need to go this. A lot in the small towns, there's still this, we call machismo, that girls do this girl stuff, boys do boy stuff. So for me to go to the university or college, I have to go out of my hometown. And that's a no-no back in Mexico, at least for a lot of small families or traditional families. It was a no-no. So I was like, okay, why that, what do I need to pick so I can go out of my hometown for college? This career, this career, so I have to pick. I got first a technician, a computer technician, and then you get out of high school on that one with that degree. And then you go to college, which in Mexico is tecnológico like a tech. Mm -hmm. So you go to the tech and you became engineer. So that was my thing. You have to be this, but I never wanted to be an engineer. I just want to be a flight attendant and fly and (laughs) And go around the world and learn another language and stuff. But they say no. So that was my only option. So that was my background, a really strict parenting that Mm -hmm. put you a career that you have to follow that career. I think I just worked two years on that with my degree and I haven't, I'm not going back. And even my <laughs> husband told me, we are here in Washington. There's way you, you can use your degree. And I was like, nope, I'm not going back because that wasn't my, uh, I mean, it was a career, my parents dream for me, mm-hmm. but it's not what I wanted to do. I don't even know how I ended making flowers. I just know that I didn't want that. And then when life gave me this amazing kid, he was nonverbal and I was learning sign language mm-hmm. to communicate with him. But then he's like, I need to do something like I need to do something to help him for with these sensory issues. He, I don't know if it's the driving we have as moms. Mm-hmm. I learned the language. I wasn't even speaking English. I'm still learning, but I wasn't even like that. And I started taking a lot of therapies for him. Back in the days, we used to live in Mm -hmm. South Georgia. So either I used to drive to Jacksonville or to the Savannah area to take uh, therapies with horses, therapies with dogs, therapies, you name it. Everything Mm -hmm. that could help you back in the days for autistic kids. Then we moved to South Nevada, Las Vegas area, and I met an amazing therapist. We took a year with her. And after that, Ian started talking. He started talking and talking. Right now, I can even, he's talking. He's like, Mm -hmm. he's been talking all his life, but he was nonverbal for seven years. Like it was Mm -hmm. really a struggle. And then when we noticed the fidgeting and all the fingers leaking because he was picking it from other kids, mm-hmm. that's when I started. Oh, someone told me, oh, you should try these scraps with felt. So I'm starting looking and looking and looking on Pinterest and stuff. That's how we ended. I don't know at what moment I ended from DC books to mm-hmm. felt flowers. Something happened in between. Like I can't remember right now, but we're there. And he, yeah. the funny thing is, like, he still helps me. He oh, likes a lot wonderful. of the butterflies. He likes to make butterflies. So I just let him, I got, whenever I see a die with butterflies, we got home from him. 
and he will put in color, watercolor, acrylic paint, whatever he wants to do. And it's like another form for him to canalize all that stress. Mm -hmm. So I have an extra table here in my office for him. So he can sit there and he can work and create whatever he feels. But normally he always going to be do butterflies. I don't know why, but he loves butterflies. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I love that. It's It's like how you can say it. It's like a way for me to help him. That's why Mm -hmm. I try to always include him on whenever project I do. If they ask for butterflies, I try to always put him like, you know what? We need to make this project. It has butterflies. They need these colors. Do your thing, but make sure it has these colors. And he's always comes with different ideas for the butterflies. And we introduce on those. Like we just made a project for a bride. We did the bouquet and we did the little for the grooms. I can remember the name for the grooms. But she requests to have butterflies because that was the theme of her wedding and and her daughter that um, passed away. So we tried to introduce those flowers and that. And I told Ian, we need to use this color, this color, this color. Do your thing. We made 600 butterflies because they wanted wow. for every, everybody in the wedding to have that special token. Aww. So a way to celebrate their daughter. It was really sweet. Oh, I want yeah. to cry now because it was like really... <laughs> it was a really touching moment, but I like to include him to be part of this and tell him yeah. like, we make this, this is possible because of you. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this because of you. It's to help you like to canalize all that stress from the everyday life. Yeah. As soon as I get here in this office, close the door and it's like another world. I'm like by myself and I'm excited mm-hmm. about being here. And just cutting and starting creating things. I love Aww. that. It's, I feel like I mean, it has so much more meaning. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. I think there's so much meaning. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, a lot of mothers or parents of children with some sort of disability or mm-hmm. autism, they, they need to have that thick skin. Like they need to advocate for their children, right? Because yes. no yes. one else is going to advocate for your children but yourself. No one else. So whether or not other people like it or not, you're going to be out there making sure that he, you know, whatever he needs, he gets. And yes. I think part of, I don't know. I, I mean, I obviously don't want to guess about why you're, you're so confident about who you are and your art, because it takes a mm-hmm. lot of time to develop that kind of confidence to say, yes. you know what, it's fine. I don't mind sharing my skills, my techniques, because I'm more than that. Right. Yes. And more than my skills and more than my techniques. And if somebody is asking me to, or somebody can't see the value in my work, that's okay. Someone else will. Like that takes a lot of a lot of confidence and a lot of, I yes. think, development as a person and as an artist. So somehow you've managed to really hone in on that confidence. And I think it, I think it will, it really shows in your in your work, in the manner that you present yourself as well. Um, also in the opportunities that have come to you recently, too. Yes. Um Tell us actually a little bit about Bloom, is it the Bloom TV channel? Bloom TV Network, yes. Yeah, tell us about that. This, I'm so excited to be part of it. And as some of 
we have a lot of talks to you guys about uh, the imposter syndrome. I remember we doing, you guys did a, a podcast on that. And that's how I find you. That's how I came <laughs> to meet you because of that. And at some point, I work it with all your techniques and whatever the tips you share. I working on myself with that. And then when they approached me back in July, I think, June or July last year, I was in Mexico. I was visiting my family in Mexico when I got that email, an invitation. I was like, oh, some, probably some, someone is spamming me on Instagram because, you know, you receive all those kind of <laughs> yeah. messages. Right? Like, oh, someone is joking with me or something like they want to make a joke. So I, it took me like a week to respond at the end when they sent me a second one. I was like, okay, this is, <laughs> let's see how this is about. So I responded to them and uh, it was Hannah. I remember her name it was Hannah approaching me about that opportunity. So I say, yes, without knowing whatever they were prepping behind, right? So I was just saying, yes, I thought it was just going to be like online thing, kind of Instagram. But no, I was so wrong. There's actually a network where you can, I think right now there will be, you will be able to watch on Apple TV, some of the shows. But they invited me as an expert sharing my knowledge about felt. First, I was like really humble that they thought of me. But I accepted that like, okay, I'm going to see this as a way or an opportunity to learn and to share with others, right? I remember I mentioned it to you guys in some of the many talks and I was too worried because I didn't know what I was doing. I just say, (laughs) yes, I signed on a contract and fast forward to now, you can find my videos there teaching you how to make stuff or how to make flowers with Phil. It's been kind of a trip because I have to learn how to manage cameras, how to do my own videos how to do voiceover my videos because I was telling Jesse earlier that right now I need to do videos teaching other people how to make flowers. And sometimes I forget that I need to be telling you how to do the <laughs> steps. So I just start putting the field and assembling the flower but not talking, just like doing my thing. And sometimes I forget that I video in the thing. And then you can hear me saying some bad words and saying, oh, crap, I forgot. I say now. And I'm like, okay, I need to. I didn't knew that I can do a voiceover. So I was like, okay, I need to repeat myself. So you will see me repeating the thing until I discover that I can do voiceover now. So now I'm like, it doesn't matter. I just take the originals and then put my voice over that. But it's been like kind of the learning and the adjustment because I'm not used to do this. And then I see the amazing job other people do that are experts to like, what am I doing in here? Like they really think. And then I was like, I should be starting to believe in myself so other people can believe whatever I'm offering them, whatever I'm mm-hmm. trying to sell into them. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's been. It's been amazing. So far, I've been meeting a lot of people, a lot of florists around the world that they do amazing work with natural flowers. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a network that is based on everything that you want to know or you need to know about flowers. And it's been interesting learning that you can eat actual flowers. Can you believe that? I, I mean, <laughs> I knew you can eat some, but 
I knew that you can add them to cakes, you can add them to stuff and just eat it and like, like the pansies. I was so excited about a cake with pansies. So it's, it's been kind of, <laughs> kind of the adventure, but I'm so happy to be part of that now and that other people can share or can see my work, not just small videos sharing on Instagram or snap mm-hmm. live from, on Facebook. Because I'm getting used to show my face now. Normally, I would just take in photos and yes, put them on the stories and that. No, now I need to actually <laughs> make myself presentable to other people and showing my face and talking to them. And that's what I see like more increasement on people engaging with me and my brand. Mm-hmm. Like they want yeah. to know more about me, not just the flowers. Because sometimes my daughter does a cameo. I'm talking to you and she will come and say hi and start talking to you. Like she knows you from every day. (laughs) And other times she will be like, oh, I think they need to know more about my Pokemon stuff. And she just. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to share now with her. So (laughs) it's been it's been interesting. But yeah, so happy. I don't know why I started talking about my daughter. I'm always talking about her. But she's like another important reason in this shop. Mm-hmm. She's the model of some of the products. So I have so to. Cute. So cute. I think that's so perfect. I mean, it yeah. makes sense, right? Your business is not just you. It's your family too. It's your source of yeah. income. It's your why. It's everything that you do. It's like the the way that you were saying, you know, you have to be presentable. Yeah. Cause you're the brand, right? It's not just your flowers. Once you're on TV, um, it's you as well. So it all, I mean, it all comes around. It totally makes sense. That's I'm so excited thing. for you. That's another thing that makes me nervous that they're going to put a lot of experts on a segment or your own show. And I even told them, I need to be humble in this and I need to be honest. I'm not material to be in a show, let alone a 30-minute show talking about this. I'm going to be so awkward and random and just rambling about things. But I can do segments. I can do like five minutes uh, presentation or something. But I need to be honest with you. I don't want to be like putting other things for me to be producing and doing all this big production behind you just to Mm -hmm. show people I'm not ready for that you have amazing and they have amazing people that right now they have their own channel but I'm not on that level yet (laughs) I'm working I'm learning but it's been it's been an adventure that's so wonderful oh my gosh so exciting to see your journey just progress even more and more and I mean how do you take time for yourself I feel like you're always serving everyone else when do you make time and what do you do to like pamper yourself to make sure that you are well so you can take care of everyone else I have a guilty pleasure oh I hear it (laughs) besides coffee of course I love coffee you cannot people say that I drink too much coffee (laughs) is that possible (laughs) I invested myself on an espresso machine. Yeah. It took me like two months to learn perfectly to use it. But now I, now that I have it, I don't use anything else. 
So whenever I have coffee, I expect people to make it the way I want to make it. <laughs> so I just pamper myself with, let's say, with coffee, a good coffee, and I like to read. I like to get audiobooks and right now, but right now I'm really concentrated on learning new techniques. So I'm more on felting stuff. Anything mm-hmm. about flowers or felting books. I don't have a, a bookstore in town. So either my closest one is Bellingham. So I go to the Barnes & Noble there and get some books or something. Just looking for more flower books, kind of. Mm-hmm. But I let's say my my pampering thing is reading a good book and drinking coffee. I love that. And be by myself. It doesn't matter if it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's inside my car, in the driveway, in a parking lot. That's my even 20 minutes. 20 minutes are for myself. I, I try to keep that part to like really strict. I have my time. I have a me time. No kids, no anything. Just me. Even to cut my nails or lately, a lot of people give the pamper themselves going to do their nails. Mm-hmm. I cannot have my nails gone. Like I try gel. I try acrylic. It's not working for my flowers. Using it, your hands. It's, yes. it's, yeah. It's not yes. for me. <laughs> and even when I get this jellish thing, it's always pulling out with whenever I use a lot of hot glue. So mm. it's always a mess. And I, I thought it was like a waste of money going every week to do it. And then my hands will still look ugly. <laughs> but now I learned that since I'm working with my hands, I need to show them. So I guess I have to keep doing that. But no, something I will say that people just give you for your time for yourself. Five, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I know for a lot of people it's luxury to have 15 minutes by themselves. But just do it. Drink a good tea, good coffee. Just relax. Close your eyes and relax. Yeah. It makes a big difference. I have one more question for you. Yes. My followers would love to know. What hot gun do you recommend? I didn't hear the last part. Oh, what hot gun do you recommend that you love right now? Because I feel like we're always asking that question. (laughs) Sure, Bon. Yeah, but here's the thing. They have a way to arrange uh, glue guns, right? Yes. Yeah. They have prices. And I can tell you that I went to the pricer one. It's 150 something dollars. Professional. Yeah. I always get back to the $14 one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good to know. And that's the one I have. Yes. I always go to the one that costs $14 and I don't know if it's the size or the handle, the ergonomic handle. I don't know what is it, but it's the best one and that they have the little pointy, like professional pointy, like the fine tip because they they offer one that you can uh, has interchangeable fine points. Mm -hmm. With nozzles? Yeah. Yeah. No, don't waste your money. Go always to that one, and it makes a big difference. Don't get like I know they're cheap and everything, but not this one. If you take care, a uh, good care of her, it will last you for years. I've been with that one probably three years now. I keep buying. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, because I broke 
this all the time. The handle. The uh-huh. handle. I always broke because I push. You're using it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I've been trying different brands and probably they're good for other people but for me that working with a lot of details the fine point is the best yeah it's the best it to work and one of my favorites it's, it's cheap yes and easy is. to get but yeah i will start sure bond thank you thank you so much for being on our podcast i can't believe the hour has gone by so quickly can you believe that and i talk a lot <laughs> no you're just really open with how you feel about things and what you think. And I think it's a really great way for everyone to kind of look into your mind and understand you better. Cause I certainly do. And I, I am very honored that you shared so much with us. Yeah. Yeah, It's just easy. I guess is I see more or probably it's my nature to just try to yeah, some people will say, oh, because you look mean or something. No, I promise you, I like people. I just don't like a lot of people coming into my space. But I really like people. I really like to get to know you and share things. And whenever I can help you or help you with whatever I know that will might be a service for you. But normally... I'm on my own, like I'm on my own world making flowers and doing this and doing that. And I'm kind of guilty on that aspect because I let my Instagram account to be low. I haven't been that active as I used to be because I've been more busy trying to do stuff in mm-hmm. life. Yeah. It's, they got sick. They got this. So I have to do school. And so it's like, can you do those yourself? So sometimes like, mom, we're hungry. Can you feed yourself? Like, oh, I want to make flowers. Just let me make flowers. <laughs> I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes you get in this rhythm that you're creating and you're so bumped that you created a flower. Okay, let me make another one. And it came so spectacular. Okay, let me make another one. And you just keep mm-hmm. going. And then they come, mom, we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like can you feed yourself like no you promise you do a spaghetti or something like okay so now yeah. I have like okay I have to separate mom's studies come back yeah. and I have to push my little office yeah. or my little felt cave as I call it to yeah. the side and go back to normal life but it's yeah. so fun to share with you guys and share a little bit what's behind the chatty me that now you know (laughs) well we're glad that you're comfortable chatting with us about everything but yeah seriously we're super happy for you it sounds like a lot of great things are happening Mm -hmm. thank you for Um, letting me share about this oh you're so welcome we would love to thank you our listener and especially our patrons for supporting our podcast paper talk and for making season five possible Thank you.